Y'all, I have such a treat for you. I had the opportunity to interview Michaela Arrington, also known as the Michaela J on Instagram. But Michaela is actually a millennial money expert and it is so cool. I'm probably like 20 years older than she is. She just graduated or actually dropped out of college to pursue her business full time. And I'm always fascinated by people who want to buck the system and do the things that are like not traditional because to me, it's even more proof that we are so conditioned by what we think we're supposed to do every day. And you really have to have a mindset of steel in order to know, to stay consistent in your thoughts and your actions and everything. And I'm so excited to bring this episode to you to show you a new perspective on manifesting. I am, as you know, obsessed with manifestation. So we talked so much about money, about manifesting, about how to change your life and how to change yourself at your core in a way that it makes your life explode in beautiful ways. So And when I interviewed Michaela here, she was actually in Bali, in Changu, the same area that I was in for, you know, back in November for my retreat and for, you know, just that amazing two-week period. So it's so cool to talk to somebody who was actually in Bali when I interviewed her. Um, So in this episode, we just dive right into it. So here is your introduction to Michaela. You can find her at the Michaela J, that's J-A-I, on Instagram. And she has a community on Facebook called Manifestation Mindset Magic. So thank you guys again for listening. I hope you enjoy this. And we are going to dive directly right on into the conversation. So enjoy. Are you ready for this? Let's do it. Welcome to the Manifestation Queen podcast, your filter-free and uncensored source for all things manifestation. I'm Cassie McKenzie, and I'm a manifestation expert. I'm here to raise your vibes and your cash flow. Listen, I've manifested everything from a beer, a six-figure salary, my husband, and homes, and more. And I am spilling everything I can on this podcast so you can learn how you can do the same. The more fun I have, the more manifestations appear, and the more money I make. So it's my obsession to show you how you can be, do, and have anything you want. So join the movement to raise your income and your impact on this world. Become a manifestation queen and create a life that feels like a vacation. Let's do the damn thing. What? So how did you end up in Bali? I'm so fascinated. You know, I spent a couple of weeks there back in November hosting a retreat and um, back in Changu. Isn't it such a small world how we all end up in the same places? I know. It's so funny. And I find in Bali, I mean, it's just like you go to the typical places. You're in Semenyak, you're in Changu, you're in Ubud, you're in Uluwatu. Like, you know, it's always... Um, the big main places that we end up. But I visited Bali for the first time in June of 2019 and absolutely fell in love with it. I had known for years that I wanted to go um, just from seeing a bunch of Instagram photos and Pinterest photos and the swings and the infinity pools. I was like, I need to be there. I'm also such an OG smoothie bowl girl. So I was like, I have to go. Yeah. So I went and I had the best time of my life, like seriously the best 30 days ever. 
I was heartbroken to leave. Yeah. I, as soon as I left, I ended up traveling around. So it was like, I was gone for a total of three months, but the whole time I was just craving Bali. I was like, I'm going back to Bali in January, I'm going back in January. And I just decided that. Um, and then I came back in January <laughs> and I just haven't left. So, um, I was supposed to go to Australia at the beginning of February. And then I was supposed to go to Canada at the beginning of March. And I just kept um, canceling the trips because I felt so unaligned. Like I remember the beginning of January, I was thinking about Australia and something in me was like, don't go, don't go, don't go. And I was going to go anyways. So I kept manifesting all these fucked up situations. And finally I gave in and I was like, you know what? I'm going to stay. I'm going to listen. I'm going to stay. And then that led to me not going to Canada because I just still, I fell into the right circle of people at the right time doing all the right things. And I wasn't ready to leave yet. And it's the craziest manifestation because had I gone to Canada, I would have gotten home back to Nebraska last week. And that's when everything went batshit crazy in the States. So this has been like the best manifestation ever. Um, and yeah, I just haven't left. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's so, it's so interesting how it works out, especially when you follow your intuition, like for sure. Mm -hmm. And not ignore it. Yeah. Oh, wow. So I know a lot of times when you go to Bali, especially as an entrepreneur, it can be easy to fall into like the, I'm going to kind of work trap. You know what I mean? Like, Like, there's a lot of people that I spoke to when I was there who were like, you know, develop kind of fucked up money beliefs as a result of everything being so cheap. Like you almost feel guilty for spending so little on things that you know would cost a lot more on the other side of the world. Like a lot of people said that to me and I guess they're like money mindset or mentality around money dipped down, you know, given how affordable everything was there. You know, have you found, have you found that at all or has that hit you? That's, Interesting. No, I didn't feel that way whatsoever. That's crazy because I've actually mm-hmm. never heard anybody say that before that mm-hmm. it made them their money vibes go down. I've only heard of people feel more expanded knowing that they're coming here and their money gets to stretch longer. So they have more yeah. freedom and more opportunity. So I've totally. actually heard the exact opposite. However, I definitely get the vibe of like wanting to come to Bali and not and like kind of working, kind of vacationing. That's exactly how my first trip was. Mm-hmm. I came to Bali and I was like so ready to like make shit happen, hit the next level of my business. It was like yeah. the first time I got to work for myself full time without school. And so I was like, oh my God, I have so much more time. I can, you know, just embody a different level of me and my life. And then I got here. Um met amazing people, ended up just fucking kicking it around all day, whether it was at the beach or a beach club, or we were partying at night or mm-hmm. or watching somebody's boyfriend surf or getting coffee dates. Like I just ended up getting absolutely nothing done. Yeah. Uh, and I remember leaving and knowing I was going to come back in January and reminding myself of how unproductive my month was. It was exactly what my soul needed because I needed to learn how to slow down and do nothing because I'm a Capricorn. We're very work oriented. We're really disciplined. I've been super independent my whole life. I really did need to learn how to be okay with doing nothing. So it was exactly as it should have been. But knowing all of that and coming back in January, it's been the complete opposite for me now. And now I'm surrounded by 
people who are more of the like grind, get your shit done and then party, then travel, then do the things. So that's really the mindset that I've been in this time as well. So I've been really productive, making huge business decisions, like quantum leaps, doing all the things, work hard, play hard. And it's actually just like raised my vibe so much because I'm living my life to the fullest as I've always wanted to, you know, traveling the world, living in tropical places, running a successful company and just enjoying my fucking life all at the same time. So it's been amazing to have that shift since the last time I was here. Yeah, absolutely. I, I totally get that because I ended up going, I have two young kids. So I have a two-year-old and a four-year-old and, um, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> that's a lot of work, right? And so we were all supposed to go right. to Bali together, but my husband's from South Africa. So we ended up planning a trip there for after I got back from Bali and mm. two and a half to three weeks by myself in Bali was like, oh my God, I am so relaxed. I had so much, I never like yeah. spent so much time like <laughs> having warm food that was supposed to be warm and cold food that was supposed to be cold. <laughs> and like, you know, yeah. <laughs> I, remember, I mean, I remember I'd go to like, I know, beach club, God. like beach club and order like sushi and some pellets yeah. and sit and read a book. I'm like, who am I? <laughs> what? Yes. It's the best vibe. Like you yeah. really just learn to embody all sides of life. And especially for mm-hmm. me on this trip, I'm like, I really can get into my masculine and I can really get into my feminine. Yeah. And it's so deep into both sides and it's so beautiful. And Honestly, I'm learning that there's no such thing as balance. So I might go extreme one day and extreme the other. And then that just results in a balance in my life overall. So it's like I have these days where I do, you know, four hours at the spa and then I walk around Echo Beach and I go shopping and I eat at my favorite restaurants and I put on a dress and I eat dinner at Kind. Like, and you just do the feminine stuff. Other days, like today, I've been working all day from like 8 a.m. and it's almost 8 p.m. here and like I've been filming all day trainings, calls, you know, the whole nine yards, but it's like, okay, well tomorrow I'm going to go to the spa and I'm going to yeah. do all those other things. So yeah. it's just a beautiful balance. I really encourage anybody who wants anything different out of their life to come to Bali and have your own little spiritual experience. So totally. Yeah. I mean, it's so under like underutilized, but that's also a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Seriously. There's enough tourists here, but right. I mean, not now, yeah. <laughs> not that everything's locked down. It's nice and empty. <laughs> it is. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. When I was there, it wasn't too bad either. Cause I was in November, but now it's coming up on like, they're really oh, perfect. so, so like, what would you say for people who are looking to like, um, you know, work remotely and maybe have a tough time when they're on vacation? Like, what would you what would be like the biggest differences that you had this time around? Mm, I know you mentioned like you had different like people you surrounded yourself with. And I'm like a big, mm -hmm. obviously like (laughs) I'm proponent of making sure you know who's surrounding you. (laughs) But right. Yeah. That's super important. Um, so there's a couple of things I want to say here. One, I just finished reading the book, The One Thing, and it's such a game changer. So if you guys are wanting to remote work or you are remote working and you want to travel and keep that motivation going, read The One Thing because essentially the whole book is talking about this idea of what is the one thing you can do so that everything else becomes unnecessary or easier. 
the one thing you can do to get closer to your long-term vision, your dream life, your biggest goals. What's that one thing? And then they suggest in the book to do that for four hours a day, every day. And that has been a game changer for me. Um, and I've just started implementing that this week, actually, where I do my one thing for four hours a day. So I found that my one thing is teaching. If I spend four hours a day teaching, whether that is working with clients, recording a podcast, writing, doing a free training, um, you know, bonus content for my programs, whatever it may be for four hours a day. I don't have to do anything else necessarily because if I show up and teach on a live training for free, that's going to end up just selling. If I show up on my podcast, that ends up selling. If I show up for my clients, that's just me continuing to build the client relationships and serve them. Like for me, if I teach for four hours every single day, I don't need to do anything else necessarily. And I am at a point in my business where I'm very well supported. I have lots of team members, um, and lots, I mean five, but, um, so they handle all the other nitty gritty things. But if you are just starting out, like what is your one thing? Do that for four hours a day and then take a break, you know, then go travel, go see the things, do your photo shoots, go to your beach clubs, um, and you know, do all the other little things you might need to get done, but at least plug in those four hours of your one thing that has made such a for me this week. And like I said, I've just implemented that this week. And I already feel like I enjoy my downtime more simply because I know that I've gotten the most important things done. So that's one of the most important things. And then your environment. So that comes back to what we were talking about with the people you're around. If you are around people who are just there on vacation, on holiday, and they don't have to work, you're just going to want to follow them around all day long and go do all the cool things and go to all the clubs. So that's just how it goes. That's what happened to me. Um, and, but if you're around people who are other entrepreneurs, maybe traveling or entrepreneurs who live here or live anywhere, you know, not just Bali. Um, you're going to be more inclined to sit down, get your work done and then enjoy your life. So really audit who you're spending your time Mm -hmm. with and ask yourself, artist one in this room. And if the answer is yes, get the fuck out of that room, (laughs) like go find a different one. Seriously, like find a room with people who have higher, like better habits than you, more discipline than you are more successful than you learn what they're doing, because that's the energy you're going to get wrapped up in. And that's where you're going to become more successful. And while you're traveling, it's the best opportunity because you're going to meet people you never would have had the chance to meet anyways. So it's really who you surround yourself with and then plugging in that time. And you know, the people will help you plug in the time, but also get really specific on what that one thing is for you. Totally. Oh my God. I love it. Yes. Oh, all that. (laughs) I don't need to say anything else. Okay. (laughs) So, okay. I listened to a podcast episode with you. I think it was with Stephanie Bellinger and you guys were talking about like, quantum manifesting and you know it was like a little more higher level manifesting techniques and things like that which I obviously am obsessed with so in that episode y'all were talking about how you've basically started scripting your life out right like stepping into that next level version of you which back then I think was multiple six figures um So is that a process that you're still using or have you enhanced that or, you know, what's been working lately for you? 
Totally. Yeah. That's something I love to do. I'm constantly like writing out what is the next level version of me look like? What's the next level vision for my life? And it's funny because when I got here in Bali in January, I wrote out several pages of who is next level me? What is my next level business look like? What's next level branding, next level sales, next level lifestyle. And, um, lastly, next level, like spiritual connection. What did I want all of the areas of my life to look like? And I wrote out like a page for each one and held the space for that and kind of forgot about it, honestly. And then I was doing a visa run to Malaysia last week, reading through my journal. And I found those pages and I was like, holy fuck. I've like completed all of them. It was insane. I was reading through it and I was like, are you kidding me? Like every single thing I wrote down had manifested into my life. The only thing that hadn't manifested was like my yearly goal because I wrote it down the sales section. So obviously that's in progress. And I was just like, wow, this shit works. So, and I'm constantly reminded of that and blown away by my own techniques and, you know, by the universe's magic over and over again. But yeah, so that's something that I'm doing right now. It's just getting really specific on every single area of my life and what I want that to look like in detail, because with my manifestation process, the first step is clarity. So the more clarity you can have, yeah, the totally. better. And the more on a totally and on a bigger scale every single time. So when I looked at that list, I was like, holy shit, if I manifested that in two months, I should have asked for way more. And I have that realization all the time. Like I, yes, I'm like, okay, we need to 10x next time, not 2x. Like it's so funny. I, did the same exercise when I was coming to Bali in June. I wrote it out in the notes of my phone, like who am I being on this trip and what energy am I embodying and what does my life look like and how am I working and all of that. And then I was reading that note on my phone when I was flying to Bali in January and all of that was literally my life at like to a T and that had come into fruition like months prior. And so that was another moment where I was like, oh my God, I should have asked for more. So we're constantly leveling that up and the process is the exact same. Just who is the next level version of me? Who, what is the next level of my business? Like what's the next level of sales and getting really clear on all of that. So that is really working for me right now. And then also um, just kind of focusing on embodying the energies. That's something I've been playing more with lately is just thinking about what's the energy I want to step into because that's how the quantum field works. Like mm -hmm. the quantum field, it's all a vibration. Everything in this universe a vibration. Our bodies are just vibrations really, really concentrated, which is why we have this physical form. So if you think about that, you can literally manifest anything out of thin air by concentrating vibrations all into one space, essentially. So I've been focusing a lot on like, okay, the vibes of like multimillionaire Michaela, what does that feel like? What does that look like? And getting myself into that energy every single morning. Yeah. Do you feel like it's a much different energy than where you are right now? No, not entirely because it's just like how I am right now. Um, but maybe like two X or something. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like it's this yeah. energy because I'm putting, I'm putting myself in that energy every day. So it's kind of almost hard to say it's like, yes, it's the energy of my life right now, but like, on crack, like, you know, like next level. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how, how else to say it. It's like um, a feeling of more like, security yeah. and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, 
I don't know. Because mm. I, I think about that for myself. It's and like, I'm like, oh, I am kind of already living that life. You know, like what would what, I used to live in, yeah. in corporate. I used to work in corporate America, but I was a sales rep. So I had a remote job. You know, like I worked from home for 20 years in pharmaceutical sales. So yeah, I worked like three hours a day. I just didn't tell everybody I did that, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got my shit done. I know. Isn't I that funny? Yeah. Look at it. yeah. Yeah. We look at it and we're like, this is so similar to my current life. And for me, when I think about the energy of like having multi-millions, it's like, it's just the next level of freedom for me yeah. is really how I feel about it. It's unlocking that next level of freedom, that next level of choice and the next level of power. It's freedom and power for me. Uh-huh. Um, and, and I feel That's like I'm already choice. living yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And choices is a big one. And I'm like living that every single day, all day long because I'm choosing those feelings. But anytime I notice I'm not feeling that, or I start to feel that, you know, like longing where you're like, Oh, I just want to be there. Like mm-hmm. that feeling you're like, where is it? Where is it? Why doesn't it happen? When I feel that way, it's those times when I fall out of the energy. So anytime I catch myself thinking that or thinking, Oh, what do I need to do to get to my desire? Or like, what else can I do? Why isn't it here yet? Like, I'm so confused. It's like, oh, you're not there yet because you're not feeling it. And so it just in that tiny moment, you say, huh, that was interesting. That was an interesting thought of yours about why am I not a millionaire already? Okay, well, let's just decide we are already and let's just feel that way. And then we don't need to worry about it anymore. So that's kind of what I'm playing with right now. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Cause like I was doing some visualizations with the business manifestable and like I was thinking, okay, what would that next level, you know, like when somebody asks me, what do you want? Like it, I'm the, I was always the kid going to at McDonald's and my mom would be like, what do you want? And I'm like, I don't know. I need to see the menu. And she's like, the menu literally hasn't changed <laughs> in like 20 years. Like, what do you, I don't know. I, I need love that. <laughs> so like for me, it's interesting <laughs> because like, Sorry. Yeah, for me, it's interesting because I'm like, you know, I don't know. What could it be? I guess we want to redo our backyard and do some things to the house. But I'm like, oh my God, you're thinking so small. Like, I really need a little more time than like on the spot. What do you want? What do you want? You know, like Ryan Gosling in the notebook. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Yes. Oh my God. Literally. I did an interview for someone's podcast (laughs) once. I think they like titled it something with that as like a meme. (laughs) It's like, what do you want? (laughs) (laughs) Totally. Totally. So like sometimes it takes a little more to step into that and to be like, because if I were to answer that question and I know like I get, I'm asking you this because I get asked a lot by my clients and stuff. Like, how do I embody that Mm. version? Like, how do I what is, are there multiple versions of me that conflict? And I'm like, no, like you can want different things or different areas of your life. It's just about embodying all of those different areas of your life. Right. So like, yeah, I'd want to stay home with the kids. Mm. I'd want to be able to have that balance and, you know, make a fuck ton of money in the meantime. But then like, okay, so that's not very different right. to where I am right now. So <laughs> what else is there? Exactly. You know I mean? Exactly. It's like, when you see that it's not that different than your current reality, you see that it really is so possible. You're like, wow, this is actually so much so in my reach. And when I hit those moments, I'm like, okay, then how can we make this a little bit bigger? How can we make this a little bit more uncomfortable? I was talking to one of my clients this morning and she has just moved into this beautiful luxury apartment. Like she's doing great at work. Her love life is going well. She's like just happy all around. And she's like, 
you know, Michaela, I was looking at my vision and like, if I would have a home, I was just like, my apartment is my dream home. I don't know what else to ask for. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, well then what would be even better than your dream home right now? Like, do you want to have multiple floors? Would you want to have a penthouse? Would you want to have a condo? Would you want to have three condos? I'm like, yeah. what feels like really uncomfortable and impossible and scary Let's go there. Anything that feels scary, that's exactly where you have to go. And I have two rules for 2020. One of them is if it scares me, I have to do it. Mm-hmm. That's one of my rules. And if it scares me in like a loving way, not a fear-based way, that's right. what I mean. Um, but yes, yeah, so if it's scary, I have to do it. I really truly live that out. Like January 1st, cut my hair off, cutting hair scares the, the shit out of me. So I cut all my hair off and it's like all of these things, like super scary things I did took the leap. And then my second rule for 2020 is I only ever do things that I feel guided and aligned to do. So what I've really been focusing on lately, which is kind of like the next level of thinking quantum is focusing on sixth dimensional awareness. So we have all of these dimensions in our universe. Like we live in the third dimension in a 3D world. The fourth dimension is like our thoughts, our feelings, like consciousness, kind of that, like we're in our head. It's not a tangible thing. And the fifth dimension is making loving decisions. So that's when you can decipher, okay, is this a decision out of love or out of fear? And I felt like I had started to kind of master that at the end of 2019. So 2020 was my year to go into the sixth dimension, which is when you only do anything out of divine guidance and like your intuition. So that's been my second role for 2020, only following my intuition. And that's why I canceled the trips I didn't want to go on. And I really just follow my gut all day, every day. And I really, truly believe that that's why all of those goals manifest in like two months coming into this year. So it's been a wild ride, but those are um, also two of kind of like my updated manifesting hacks. (laughs) Yeah, totally. So are you into human design? Have you, is that a part of it too? Uh, I'm a manifesting generator, mm-hmm. um, and my like center is my solar plexus, which is the manifesting chakra. And it just makes all the sense for me. Right. Um, but I don't know too much about it other than that for myself. Yeah. Cause a lot about that is like the, uh-huh or, uh-huh, like really paying attention to basically like your initial yeah. intuition, like that response that you have in your body, you know? So Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would go along. I'm, yeah, it's I'm really interesting. Oh, go for it. <laughs> oh, um, I was just going to say, it's interesting for me because of like manifesting generators. It's like the manifesting is the uh-huh, uh-uh feeling and the generator is like, I'm just going to throw shit at the wall and see what sticks. It's like very do energy and I'm so like the both. And so I just like do, do, do all of the things that I feel like trying out, but I'm only going to do the ones that feel really good for me. So Mm -hmm. it makes a lot of sense for my life. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Well, it helps get you like, I don't know, a lot of times if you're like prone to people pleasing or being like a perfectionist or things like that, like that's where I've fallen into it in the past where I'm like, uh, I really don't want to, but I feel like I have to. Mm -hmm. So now I catch myself if I ever feel like that. And I'm like, no, this is bullshit. Like, this is totally made up. I'm not going along with this. I don't have to do it, you know, like, and it saves you from so mm-hmm. much trouble, like totally, you know, it's, it's definitely, totally, yeah. Like, you have the choice in every situation. Yeah. 
Cool. Oh my God. So amazing. So what is the best thing you've ever manifested? Oh man, this is always the hardest question. There's oh, so many things. I'm like my whole life. My whole life. My business has been amazing. I think Oh, I guess one of like the coolest tangible things I've ever manifested would be my Tesla, which I miss very, very dearly sitting at home. I'm so oh, sorry, goodness, Tessa. Yeah. That's my car's name. <laughs> um, but it was really remarkable for me because I've never owned a brand new car. I, I'm 22, so I'm still young. And I had always gotten like, you know, used cars. Um, and I had a car that, and I still actually have a car. So I have two of them. Um, one that is fully paid off and it was like a 2008 and it was functioning. It was fine. Didn't have a ton of miles. It was fine. But I just got to this point where I didn't feel elevated in my car. I was like, you know, mm -hmm. running my, I'd been running my business for a year at that point. I made over six figures. Uh, I was, you know, still in college. I was like doing all these things and I'm like, fuck, I need a car that matches this vibe. I'm like, this doesn't yeah. make any sense. I'm like driving around this car that is just so mediocre and I'm so not. And so every time I get in the car, it would just bring me down a little bit. And that was one of the big moments where I had this awakening of thinking like, wow, I can have something just because I desire it. Like I didn't need a new car. There was nothing wrong with my car. I just genuinely desired to have something that was up leveled. And so I just did that thing. I decided, okay, I want a Tesla. And without anyone's permission, without anyone's validation, got on the goddamn website and ordered myself a <laughs> Tesla. And it was one of the most exciting days. And I had to jump through a lot of loopholes because I'm actually leasing my car. Because mm -hmm. the Tesla model I wanted to buy it has not been released yet. It's being released this year, but I still wanted the car. So I chose to lease and then I will buy next time. But anyway, so since I'm so young, they were like, hell no, you can't lease. I have like the shortest credit history of all time because I'm 22. Um, and I have no family members to co-sign, not a single one. And so I had to go through all these loop, like loopholes for financing and for figuring it all out. And then I found yeah. out one week before I was scheduled to pick up my car that they wanted me to pay half my lease down in cash when I picked up my car. Found out one week before. Um, mm -hmm. And so I had that due. And then I also had a payment for my coach due. So I basically had to manifest $10,000 in seven days cash to pay for everything. Um, and I, you know, I had some money in my bank, so it was fine, but I really needed like a big chunk of that cash. And I ended up pulling through and manifesting the cash the day before it was due. I signed a new client. She paid in full. It was the exact amount I needed, of course. And it was just one of the most blissful manifesting experiences because I remember having this point where I was, I ran into the last no before I started getting yeses for the car and I was sitting in the sauna at my gym, so pissed off and just being like, I'm getting this car. Like I'm so unavailable for not receiving my car. And cause I just got that. No, so mad. I was like, I'm going to make this work if I have to pay for the lease upfront in cash. Um, so I think I manifested having to pay half of it in cash just from that thought alone, but it's fine. It all worked out. Um, and then everything fell into place perfectly after that. Like it really happened when I went all in and decided. And it was just, uh, after that point, it was so easy because I decided like, I just have to trust because mm -hmm. I'm getting this car. 
there's no way I'm not getting what I want. And because I just chose to choose trust and love every single day, it fell into my lap really easily. There was no push. There was no do. It was just clearing, Mm -hmm. taking the action I felt like taking and being in receiving mode. So that would be one of the coolest manifestations I've had recently. Totally. Because there's a lot of moving parts and a lot of reasons that you could have gone the other direction and said, this isn't meant for me. You know, mm-hmm. like that's the whole point of it is staying in that surrendering, you know, like if this doesn't happen, then something better will like, this is all coming. It's happening. It's here. It's mine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, cause like you do get to decide. How exactly. it gets to be. So now, Yeah. And it's like, there's so many times I could have given up on it. Like there are times like I was told no by like four different financing options, like four, I literally could have stopped and been like, you know what? Clearly it's not meant to happen, but fuck that. Like if it's a desire of mine, it's meant to happen. Like the universe is not a tease. Anything we desire to have is what we are meant to have. And I fully believe that. So that was the only reality I was willing to accept. Totally. Yeah. Same sort of thing happened when we bought our house here. Like we, we were living on the other side of Florida, but then my husband got offered a job, mm-hmm. by the, you know, in St. Petersburg. And so we'd always wanted to live at the beach and we literally looked at one house and there was a bunch of things that came up that could have been, you know, reasons to say this wasn't meant for us. But I was like, no, this feels right. Like this totally feels mm-hmm. right. This is completely the house there was no like doubt in my mind that it was working out and it was literally like Mm -hmm. three months from taking that putting like that intention out there and and literally we closed a month with the house so oh my god amazing yeah Mm -hmm. and it was the only house it looked exactly like what I had imagined it was going to and like it's perfect we live like a half a mile from the beach we walk Mm -hmm. there every day so like you know Oh my gosh. Amazing. Yeah. It's so cool. So how did you get, um, like, what were some of your early influences with manifestation? Like how you got into it, you know, cause, um, you know, you were in college, you graduated from college recently, right? No, I, I actually dropped out. (laughs) out. Oh, okay. Well, congratulations. (laughs) Thank you. so much. It was one of the like, most exciting days of my life. <laughs> what were you studying there again? So I was a French major and a oh. double minor in fashion and international studies. Okay. Well, you're still doing the international studies and you're very fashionable. So I'd say you're just in the <laughs> school of life. <laughs> Yeah, thank you. And I speak I speak French fluently, so you know I got what I needed. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I I studied French in in college and in high school. I wouldn't say I speak fluently, but I can understand like what other people say usually. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's so beautiful. Totally. It's awesome. And that'll be useful too. I love it. I love it. So, yeah, so how mm-hmm. did you get like so into manifestation? I feel like we either tiptoe into it or we just dive like cannonball completely into the pool (laughs) yeah it's so strange because everybody always asks me like where did you learn manifestation and I genuinely have no idea I'm like I have no fucking clue because I went through like my personal development like life transformational 
period, I was studying abroad in France, actually, in Angers, which is a couple hours from Paris. And I had been at this point in my life right before the trip where I was the most miserable I had ever been in my life. Like, it was just so horrible. And I was like, just fed up and I knew something had to change. And for some reason I knew that it had to start with me. So I set the intention before I knew what intention setting was that on the trip, I would not gossip. I would not complain. I would not argue. I would just be like the girl who lit up every single room she walked into, because that's always what I wanted to be my whole life. Like that phrase always resonated with me so much. So I was like, okay, I'm going to be a happy, positive, fun girl that everybody gets along with. And so I did that every single day for five weeks and my trip and it changed my life. I came back a completely different person. I was so positive. I was so go with the flow, didn't sweat any of the small things. And I just really wanted to maintain that energy going home. I kind of struggled with this idea of like, oh my gosh, how do I bring new Michaela into old Michaela's environment? And I just went full force. I didn't try and change anything. I didn't try and go back to my old habits and I lost a lot of friends. And so with that, like with losing friends and not having as much time spent with them, I decided to dive into personal development. So I studied like affirmations and journaling and meditation and Um, all of these things like positive mindset day in and day out. And I was starting a blog at the time, actually just kind of blogging about getting your shit together and being productive and, you know, whatever, managing your life and being motivated. And so I was kind of doing research on business and running a blog and all those people know, as we do now, that mindset is the biggest piece when it comes to running your own thing, like your side hustle, a blog, a business, whatever. So I started to learn about mindset. I kept hearing people throw around this idea of the universe. And I think I just got from one podcast to another where I started learning about law of attraction from this really old man. And his name is like Robert something. And his podcast is like law of attraction secrets, I think. And it was such like old age spirituality. Like this old man is like, you are an eagle, spread your wings and fly. Like so cheesy. Um, but I'm I was not exactly like, Amanda. Francis I was so definitely not Amanda Francis, an old, old man. It was so funny. And I listened to his podcast a ton, but he didn't talk about manifesting. He talked about law of attraction specifically. So honestly, the whole manifesting thing, I don't know where it came from. I think I just went down a rabbit hole of positive mindset and spirituality. And then I, when I found manifestation, I became obsessed with the idea. So I was reading every book, listening to every podcast, watching every documentary, YouTube video, anything I could get my hands on. Cause I am like naturally a researcher. Uh, and I was practicing every single thing. So I was just studying all of the things on the internet, I suppose. And then when I think about my methods and the things that I teach now, I don't even know where I learned them. I'm like, this stuff was just genuinely downloaded into my brain through a lot of journaling mostly. Um, And so it's actually remarkable that I can teach my clients as well as I do because it's just coming from me. Uh, I'm kind of the source of most of it, which is crazy and amazing. Yeah, that's so, I mean, that's so awesome. I I definitely resonate with that because, you know, I've been in coaching programs before where they're like, get your three pillars together. And I'm like, well, you just do it. (laughs) 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 Here's how I'll teach you how to do this. But like, you know, 
a right. lot of it is so much embodying that version of you, you know, like embodying the person who already has mm-hmm. it because otherwise you're just noticing everything you already don't have, you know? So what, exactly. um, what would you say is that, you know, this is the last question um, that you are, that differs in your method from, you know, anyone else's? Well, the one thing that really changed the manifestation game for me was what I call the magic piece. So I was studying all of this stuff for a little bit of a timeline for everybody listening. I was studying the manifestation, the mindset, the personal development stuff for nine months and could not fucking figure out how to intentionally (laughs) manifest a big thing. I could like get the little things or like, I don't know, I could, you know, get the synchronicities and the little things in line, but I couldn't manifest these like quote unquote big things that I really wanted. And it took me nine months to fucking figure it out. And what I figured out at the end of those nine months when it all came together was magic. So my kind of, I guess, quote unquote pillars would be mindset, magic, and manifestation, which is actually a formula. So you get your mindset in check and you define your magic and that creates easy manifestations. So the magic piece Mm -hmm. alone is like, what do you believe in? Is it spirituality? Is it religion? Do you believe in astrology, human design, palm reading? Like what do you believe in? It doesn't matter what it is, but what resonates with you. And when you can connect to that, that solves every issue you might have with manifestation because suddenly your magic becomes the how. That's really what unlocked it for me was I was constantly asking how, 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 like everybody does at the start of their journey. And I wasn't connected to any one version of magic, religion, spirituality, nothing. I was kind of in denial about the whole thing. Um, because I had had like kind of a broken past with Christianity and I was finally able to shed that and really decide that spirituality resonated with me the most. And I figured out what that even meant for myself. So now every time I think about the how, which at this point I don't ever think about the how, but when it comes up, it, the how is the universe. The how is the laws of the universe. The how is my vibration the how it, you know, it's just, it's not my fucking job. So right. that's what changes the game for all of my clients is we get really grounded in what resonates with you. How is this going to support you? And how can you allow yourself to be supported? That changes everything with the manifestation game. Right. Oh, totally. I can really resonate with that because a lot of, a lot of times the hang up is that you don't inherently believe that you're either worthy of it or that you're able to, to, Mm -hmm. um, you know, see the desires manifest into your life. So if you have something to believe on, well, I guess it is sort of like to believe on, like you're kind of leaning on it to believe more into the process. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) So yeah, that makes sense. I love it. Oh, well, Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to ask a couple more questions. Just um, when I, in my business manifesto, I started asking everybody at the end, like the same lightning round questions. And I've already asked you one of them. So I'm going to do the rest of them and make it like a part of the podcast now because I had so much fun doing this and I'm genuinely curious. So, okay, (laughs) let's see. So what's your favorite way to celebrate? Um, Yeah. Mm. Favorite way to celebrate. Oh my God. Um, probably a great glass of rosé and dinner with the people that I love. And I like putting dinner on me. Oh, that's so awesome. I love it. 
Um, how many countries have you been to? Oh God, I can't count. Um, <laughs> hold on. Let's see. Okay. I'm not going to count how many times, but okay. So I've been to Bahamas, Mexico, Canada, France, Greece, UK, Bali, so Indonesia, Malaysia. I was in China for 12 hours. Um, it counts. <laughs> yeah, it counts. Uh, that's nice. Oh my God, I wish I had my passport by me because I have like pages for that. I've been to Haiti. Uh, oh my God. I'm like, where in the world have I been? Uh, Singapore, Thailand. So a minimum of 12. That's what oh, I can come up with right now. <laughs> that's a good start. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a good number. <laughs> What's the next number one travel destination that you have? Mm, like one I haven't been to? Yeah. Like where's the next place that you're like, I've got to go there. I really have my eyes on Turks and Caicos, which okay. I'm actually hosting a retreat there this year. I'm super excited about that. And then also Wait. the Maldives. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. So good. There. Okay, Jimmy Fallon or Justin Timberlake? Mm, Justin Timberlake. Everybody likes Justin Timberlake. Okay. <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Seems the people are waking up here. For those of you guys listening, I am outside due to the coronavirus. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I am <No>. outside. <laughs> yeah, I'll put it in the intro. But just to say again, yeah, we're doing this podcast. You guys have to decide which place the birds are coming from, Michaela's side or mine, because we're both in tropical environments. With right. Birds, and the parrots <laughs> seem to be out and about right now. So, okay. Um, yep. <laughs> you, oh, last question. What's your number one money affirmation? Mm, I'm a multimillionaire. Yeah. I love it. Awesome. Yes. Well, Michaela, oh, thank awesome. you. So it just feels good much. to say. It is. I know. Yeah. I like, um, Lindsay Dam actually said, um, money just comes to me. Like money comes to me all the time. Money just comes to me. And then like literally mm -hmm. a couple of days after she was on, like we recorded the manifestival, she was in the grocery store with her son yeah. and somebody just came up and handed her $50. And she's just like, here you go. Mm, it was this, a, what, I what love was that. This I know. <laughs> like, I've been saying money just comes to me. Money just comes to me. I'm like, yeah, that's awesome. So that's so awesome. The affirmations work. That was the very first thing I ever did in like personal development was say affirmations and that shit works. <laughs> it sure does. Yeah. Well, especially if you've got like the physiology behind it, you know, like all of your energy and like emotions. Yes. It, like, like Tony Robbins style, like, ah. <laughs> oh yeah. You're yelling, you're jumping, you have the facials going on. It's all about, it really is all about the energy behind the words you're saying. So do your jumping jacks, yell, I'm hot, rich, that bitch in the mirror every day and you're solid. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Oh my God. That might be the, I think that could be the title of this podcast episode. I'm hot, rich and that bitch. Yes. <laughs> With Michaela. I love it. Yes. 
<laughs> One of my famous sayings. It's even on the sticker pack that I sell. <laughs> oh my God, I love it. Perfect. <laughs> well, thank you so much. I know it's been a big day for you there in Bali and everybody go follow Michaela yeah. on all the social medias. It'll be in the show notes. And thank you so much. I really appreciate you sitting down and talking with us and sharing all of your magic because it is awesome. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> thank you so much for having me on. I'm honored. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks again. And then um, I will be seeing you out and about in the exponential wealth program too. Like we're starting. Yes. That's exciting. Yes, so amazing. Cool. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, thank you so much. And we'll be talking with you guys soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks a million for choosing to push play on another episode of the manifestation queen podcast. You truly amaze me. And if this episode blew your mind, then please leave a five-star rating and a quick review on iTunes so more people like you can become manifestation queens too. See you next time.